Welcome to Fire and Water, the podcast coming of age in this age where we seek to cultivate wise leaders one show at a time. We are your hosts, Juanita Robertson, and I'm with Tennyson Wolf. And today we're talking about wild cards. So Tennyson, what's your wild card for the day? Wild cards. Hello, Juanita. What I mean by wild cards today is uh, the unplanned version of things. So sometimes you and I will sit down and say, well, let's do a podcast about this. And uh, sometimes we follow that. And then there's other times when it's just like, I don't know, I have some wild card desire in me. So this is you and I showing up together to say, uh, in the unplanned, unscripted way, uh, here's the thing. So you'll know what you know, and I'll play off of what what you share, not knowing what it is, and I'll know what I know, and I'll offer something that you get to play off of. Cool beans? great. Let's and go. Why would we do such a thing? <laughs> oh, look at you. You're all let's go. I am. Why, why would we do such a thing? What is the relentlessly purposeful version of this? <laughs> well, that might be my first wild card you for you. Relentlessly purposeful. I think part of it is yeah. can we be with life? Can we be with the flow of life? So whatever comes okay. up. Yeah. Can I step in? Can you step in and just offer what's in our hearts and our minds right then, right there? Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. (laughs) I know how to play this game. All right. You do know how to play this game. All right. Then I I think you were inviting me to name the wild card, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do something that, (laughs) excuse me, that we do often with people. And I just find it is a a life-giving thing. So I'm going to pick a random thing from this book that you and I both know called Forward Self-Help, and it's Patty Dye is the author. And with whatever the random page is and whatever the most of these pages have four words on them, I'm going to say the four words and then invite you to pick that up and um, uh, share what you wish to share about it. And then also just uh, make a tiniest of connection at the end that says, and what's that got to do with who you are and who you're becoming? Because that's the game that we so often play with people, right? Yes. Like we're, we're willing to play with, a, I'm willing to play with a lot of things. And um, if I ever need a, like uh, a bus pass back to what's this got to do with anything, usually it's that question of, hey, does this have anything to do with who you are and who you're becoming? Something like that. Well, and I think some of it is developing wise, soulful Mm -hmm. leaders that, that, you know, the soul resides in the spirit world. Okay. And the spirit, like objects are symbols, right? And so it's growing our ability to like be able to use symbols and connect to our life. All right, listen to us. We're all talky about it and everything. And, <laughs> and that's go, the short of it. That's the short of it for me, though, too, is uh, growing the capacity to make the connections because it's all connected anyway. Ooh, yeah. inner and outer. Okay, ready? ready? So I'm not on page number. I'm just going to thumb and you're going to say when. Now, now. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you ready? <laughs> the four I don't words. Know the four words are stop trying so hard mm-hmm. <laughs> ready go stop trying so hard you know yeah. that for me the connection is that we so think that life is supposed to be hard 
Mm. Um, and, you know, but just like breathing comes so often so natural, right? It's like, mm. how can we surrender? How can I mm-hmm. surrender to the flow of life? You know, one of the things that I say often is that life has a life of its own. Mm. And that my job is just to listen, to just listen deep enough and surrender to each moment. And now sometimes I do that better than others, <laughs> but um, my desire is to be able to be with the flow of life and to not feel like I need to make it up or that I need to be anything different than who I am. Beautiful. I hear the wisdom in such words um, and relate to them. And now I'm going to push it back. So Juanita, what's an example? Those are those are all great principles. But is there an example of you in your life that you can offer of either when you did stop trying so hard or when you recognized, holy moly, I'm trying way too hard here? Yeah, I think it's in like in design. You know, we do work and we do lots of design stuff. And one of the things that I used to do is, you know, weeks before something, I would be working hard on trying to figure out what I wanted to do and how, you know, and in some ways it was about like, uh, how can I share what I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) weeks before? And I'd come up with this beautiful, wonderful design of what to do. And then what would happen (laughs) is it didn't last. It's like the two days or three days before right. the event, I'd get this download of, oh, no, it's supposed to be something totally different. Yeah. <laughs> and it would just come in this flow and it was like water. And I just knew. And so I would scrap everything I did and have to like just say, OK, this is where we are. So I've learned to not try to figure it out before I am the person that I'm supposed to be at the time I'm supposed to give it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what about you? All right. Yeah. Well, mine is kind of similar. So I guess that makes us dorky in similar ways because I was thinking of design and I had a design that I was working on that I shared uh, with you that involved a, a, a session online. And I've known of it for a while and I've been thinking about it for a while. And um, I, I, I didn't, I purposefully did not want to jump into the design too far in advance But as I got closer, like three days in advance and two days in advance and one day in advance, I I kept thinking, well, you know, maybe it's time like and I'd scribble some things on paper and, you know, start to work on it. And it just felt like now this is not landing. And um, and the best that I can come up with is it just wasn't quite time yet. So sure enough, for this particular um, circumstance, the day of I you know, I didn't have the best night's sleep, to be honest, the night before, because uh, I thought, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I got nothing right now. But then I woke up and uh, as is often the case for me, I woke up with it and things just kind of came. So to me, that's a, a learned skill. Like you're you're being more articulate about this, I think. Um, there is something about doing things in right timing. And that is not to say that things can't be done in advance. Uh, but it, it, it to me, it is calling forward the whole notion of like, oh, you, we have to present it, presence it in the moment. And uh, that's a skill that I'm like really, really putting some, you know, energy into. I'm feeling like, ooh, there's there's magic in that kind of stop trying so hard. 
Well, and I think spirit lives in and just fun in time. and fun in it. Sorry. Spirit lives in just in time. Mm. <laughs> and like, that's not human time. Like human time, we like to plan ahead, but that's not where spirit is. Spirit is yeah. in each moment, present moment. And, you know, and there's things that matter, like who's in the room matters, who's, you know, and it changes what it wants to be, even in the moment. So even in those moments where I get the flow of, oh, this is what's supposed to happen, it still may change once I start, depending on who's in the room and what people say and where things are led, because it's about, it's about the dance with and not the, you know, doing, it's moving with, not moving or not making it move to something, right? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Don't try so hard. Yep. I, I now put an end to that one. Don't try so hard to try so hard or to not try so hard. All right. So wild card on my end. Your turn. Yeah. Pick another page. M me pick a page. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Uh, and so <laughs> I'm the one that says when. Is that yes. what you're saying? Exactly. Uh, you're drawing from from my book of materials, right? I am. Okay. Ready? <laughs> go. Uh, ooh, claim your own mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was me thumping the book shut. Yes. Claim your own mistakes. All right. Let's see. Where do I go with that? Mm, I don't know. There's something general about, uh, you know, the, I, what, the honesty, the authenticity that goes with, oops, that was mine. You know, I messed up on that one. Um, there's something for me about, I don't want to be too cute with it, but it's something about, hey, cool, uh, claim your learning. So claim your mistakes could be synonymous with claim your learning or claim the, you know, something in that direction, right? Yeah. Um, claim your own mistakes. Definitely a not blame yeah. in that, but even the language. Okay, so now this this is me, the part of me that goes, well, let's just play, let's just change the language mistakes um that that's got connotation of some wrongdoing and stuff like that and yeah there's there's of course those things exist human life but i think mistakes is an overused word mm -hmm. and so i want to play a little bit more in the language of there's always learning available whether it's an inner thing or an outer thing um there's uh, like, oh, I thought it would be this way, but it turns out to be that way, all of that kind of stuff. So, okay, so now I have to play my own game, though, and say, yeah, those are all cool words and everything, but what about an example, right? Yes. Claim your own mistakes. Claim your own mistakes. Mm. It's so hard for me to find a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you have hard claiming your own mistake. I know. That's right. Apparently, I need to work on this one. <laughs> Claim your own mistakes. I'm just trying to find it. Mm. Yeah, I haven't got it right now. If okay, you're willing to play go. it, it'll, it'll show I up. I can go yeah. first. Okay, good. And this way. So one of the things I think, um, of course, we all make mistakes and screw up and do things. Right. That, you know, there's one of the things I learned recently from a friend, Peter, was this mm. piece about autocorrect, right? So what are the things that I would mm. want to autocorrect can be a key to mm. my mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just bought, brought to um, today of all mm. days, yeah. being um, what would have been my mother's birthday if she was still alive. Mm. Yeah. You know, the mistake of like, when, mm. when we're young, there's mm -hmm. things that we just don't understand and that we think we know. 
Mm. you know? And so there was this way that I was um, speaking to you earlier about like my mother's generosity with people. Mm-hmm. I used to hold it and think um, that she just let people take advantage of her. Mm. You know, like she would just give to everybody or like, you know, anybody asked and, and even places that like, I think she knew, I knew she wasn't going to get her money back or whatever it was, you know, and, and she would just Mm -hmm. give. And I made the mistake Mm -hmm. of thinking that that was foolish. Mm -hmm. What I know now, I think Mm -hmm. being, you know, the 51 year old person that I am. Mm-hmm. is that her giving had nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. Her giving was about who she wanted to be. Not, mm-hmm. It wasn't attached to what they would do with it, that mm-hmm. she really did give freely. Yeah. And, you know, and this whole idea about living from this place mm-hmm. of abundance in the way that she did and how much that actually has taught me, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time that that's what I was learning. Mm. Um, but now I appreciate it in a much different way. Mm. That's good. Um, that's good to hear. And I think I can connect into that one because that's where I uh, went pretty quickly. Once you started talking, <clears throat> there are stories that I have bought into uh, or just defaulted into, <laughs> excuse me, about what life is, how life is supposed to be, uh, what, what, uh, uh, a vacation is supposed to be, what Thanksgiving is supposed to be, how the world is supposed to be. And it's still the, the language of mistake feels a little charged or something like that for me. But I know that I have bought into stories, defaulted into stories, that as I grew as a younger adult into a more middle-aged adult and and into some of the age and wisdom, I think that I've been able to have i recognize how some of those old stories were just like oh gosh stories that i don't buy into anymore um they had a lot of power over me at one point and until they didn't mm-hmm. and to live a life that nah, it sounds a little cheesy but to live a life that chooses story and chooses view rather than just adopts by default what is prominent in contemporary society that's uh that's that's frustrating kind of stuff so you know i i think for me a big chunk of my life has been recognizing some things that i thought were really true and defining and all of that turn out to be just a another set of you know discombobulated facts or things like that, that, that I don't actually choose to live. I think those stories for me, I would say were shackles Mm -hmm. that part of the growing up and part of the Mm -hmm. claiming my own life is choosing my own stories. Yeah. You know, that I think is what growing up is. Yeah. And, um, and of course, when we're younger, we don't always, we can't always see those things, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about a young man today and just how he's young. And so he doesn't understand that you can mm-hmm. be angry with someone and then not be angry with them <laughs> like that, right. that relationships have more depth or can have more depth than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm sure there was a time in my life that I was that way too. Yeah. yeah. 
Good. And so here's the connection, right? This is the thing that we do with a lot of people. What does that have to do with the bigger story? Yeah. You and I just played two pages out of this Patty Dye book, Simple Wisdom for Complex Lives. We had Stop Trying So Hard. And what was the one that I just had? Claim Your Own Mistakes. Yes. Yeah. So what does that have to do? What's what? How does that connect into any kind of relevant bigger picture here for you? Well, I think when when I can do both of those things, mm -hmm. when I'm willing to not try so hard and mm -hmm. willing to fail and then claim my mistakes, yeah, there is a freedom that comes with that. Yeah, yeah. That it's like more opens up. There's more possibilities. I'm willing to show up in places that I wouldn't otherwise. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to um, experiment a little bit more. I'm willing to be freer. Yeah. That's me too. I land in the freedom part of it. Uh, I did this earlier today with a group that I was working with where we were kind of playing one of one of these, not this book, but you know, a similar kind of principled thing. And I was naming for them that one of their super skills, and we were talking about check-ins and checkouts, right? But one of their super skills is to hear the seemingly disconnected story. Um in this particular example, people were talking about, if you had a time portal that could transport you anywhere, any place, where would you want to go? And so they were using this as an example. And then we played with that question a little bit. And what I reflected back to them was, if you can find the human value in the midst of the story, oh, this is why I want to transplant to a beach. Uh, oh, this is why I want to go visit my grandparents' old farm any of that stuff, if you can find the deeply human value, like in that instance, it was love of, mm -hmm. and then you ask with the group, oh, you know, what might that kind of love of have to do with what we're doing? For me, the landing here in the conversation that you and I are having is, is so much about freedom that is tied to some other tied to, that's funny, freedom tied to, freedom yes. that connects to <laughs> some, you know, some other yeah. things because the you know, the freedom to imagine, the freedom to yeah. uh, work it differently, Ooh. the freedom to let go of wounds, the freedom to live uh, unapologetically in joy, those kinds of things. Those are some of the ways that that shows up in, in my life. So fun think, to play that. I think one of the mistakes that I used to mm. make is thinking that freedom was free. Yeah. Mm. That freedom didn't require me to do anything. Yeah. Or to um, that freedom, my own freedom was all about me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so when you're speaking, that's some of what comes up for me. Mm. Well, there we go. We've made it serious again, as we do, <laughs> as we should, I think, actually. But there is a dance here between the playful that leads to the serious, the serious that leads to the playful. Yes. So kind of fun to play it. Yeah. All in the name of, oh, you know, the desire for cultivating, I, th I think, a certain inner and shared uh, awakeness or awareness or wisdom or soulfulness together. Yeah. I think that's what I got for today. Me too. I like the wild card idea. All right. We just wild carded. Play. Yes, a bit. Okay. Cool beans. Thank you for today. You too. 
Thanks for listening today. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your practices and commitments to wisdom and coming of age. If you wish further information, our shared website for Fire and Water is www.fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. My website is www.nazuzu.com and Tennyson's is www.tennysonwolf.com. And we currently have a website that we share called www.qtwisdom.com. You just worked the W's impressive. I did. I did a lot of them, didn't I? Go back and say all of that again now. (laughs) Bye.